Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, Christopher Stolly back for the Christopher Stolly show. I'm going to try something new today. This is kind of a test video, uh, something I decided to do just to get some content out there. And I wanted to see, excuse me, as I'm shifting here, uh, I wanted to see if this would be something that would be uh, able to be done not only for, for this show and this channel, but also for future uh, Breaking the Fourth Wall shows. Uh, <clears throat> maybe something that we will do. Uh, I, I, what I've done here is I've collected up a couple random videos. Uh, they are, I'm going to give you a fair warning. They are probably political in nature. Uh, and I don't own the rights to any of these videos. Let's, let's be fair. Uh, I pulled them up randomly from YouTube. Uh, so obviously the content belongs initially to the, uh, original, uh, publishers or 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 whatever but there are three new things uh that we're going to look at here and give my personal opinion as we watch them uh again they're they're randomly pulled up this this is really more than a test than than having uh any type of of specific point to them uh however like i said uh if this works out and you guys like this type of content and doing it this way this may be something that we explore more in the future with more of a purpose behind it uh but the first one we're going to look at here is from the hill uh channel and they are discussing uh trump mocking biden's presidency uh the the, the title is we all got screwed together but we'll fix it this was released today, I believe. Let me let me see here. Uh, it should show me when it was actually uh, put up here. Uh, 14,000 views. It, it doesn't. I'm pretty sure it was uh, today, uh, January 30th, that this was... Uh, was put up but we're we're going to go ahead and take a look at this here uh together and and it's a you know two minute video and we'll discuss it while it's going on and give a little extra on top of it so let me go ahead and start the screen share here uh share all right and uh let's get to it Oh, shit. Hold on. I forgot my headphones. I'm going to restart the share here in a minute. There we go. Let me go ahead and... Can you believe Let's pull it all the way back. Let's let's hear from the beginning. Murders are surging. Illegal aliens are pouring in by the millions and millions... China is threatening Taiwan. Iran is on the cusp of a nuclear bomb. Russia may take over Ukraine. Do you hear that crowd back there? Can you believe it? Can you believe it? I don't know why it's stuck that way. Hold on. There we go. I was just informed by a wonderful local politician. This is the biggest crowd of its kind in the history of Texas. Look at it. He knows how to work a crowd. The fake news will say a smattering of people showed up. The lines are going back 30 miles long. The cars are still coming. So exaggeration, everybody. And it's incredible. incredible. And we're going to have a good time tonight, aren't we? Huh? So just where would you rather be 
on her Saturday night at her Trump rally in Texas. He knows how to work a crowd. He said he'd say, where would you rather be on a Thursday night in the state of Oklahoma? No, this is Texas. He'd say, this is Texas. Well, we love you, too. We love you, too. And we all got screwed together. But you know what? We're going to fix it. We're going to fix it. North Korea is testing at a level like never before. The way they withdrew from Afghanistan was catastrophic and image changing for the United States of America. Image change. All right. Well, we took a look at that one. I'll stop sharing before we uh, set up for the next video. Um, <laughs> nothing really special there. I was expecting more than what we got. Uh, we got a lot of Trump rhetoric, um, which he's famous for. He knows how to work a crowd. Uh, and although I think he exaggerated the 30 miles back, you know, people waiting to get into that rally, that, that's a bit of an exaggeration. Uh, a real bit of an exaggeration. He does pull a crowd, and and he is right that a lot of the media sources that do not support uh, Donald Trump <clears throat> would would turn around and say that uh, you know there was a smattering or it wasn't that much. They would try to downplay it. Uh, he's not wrong. He draws people. You see in the background, there's people there that really enjoy him, and uh, I've seen enough footage of him while he was president or while he was running for president on his first term. Uh, that he is absolutely able to pull up uh, a crowd. So as far as what he was hitting, yeah, I mean, we know Donald Trump is running in 2024. Uh, and quite honestly, with the, you know, this, this, this is not me being a Republican. This is not me being a Trump supporter. This is not me being anti-Biden. Uh, this is me actually being very, very, very neutral uh in in the aspects of everything man just looking at things through a, uh, an objective pair of eyes or, or glasses in my case uh i think trump has an extremely strong shot of taking back the presidency if he runs in 2024 uh because of the complete failure of the biden administration on so many levels be it immigration uh the COVID vaccines and mandates and and uh just i mean the list goes on and on uh, I think safely, even if you're not a Trump supporter or you're not a Republican, you can at least admit that uh, Biden's first term, his first year has been a disaster at best. Um, he's accomplished nothing. He's kept no word, uh, no promise that he's made in his campaign trail, all the things that got him elected to begin with. And again, I'm not going to get into whether the election was rigged or any, I'm not, I'm not going there. He's our president. He's our president for the next three years. But I think a lot of people who voted for him because either because they, you know, that's their side of the aisle that they're on, or they really thought that Joe would be make a good president, or simply the fact that they hated Trump that much. I think a lot of them are starting to have a little bit of buyer's remorse. Um, I think I think it, you know, very broadly is buyer's remorse, depending on your level of like, okay, it was sad buyer's remorse or it was oh my god what did we do you know uh but overall and 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 in this it looks like trump's just kind of playing that rhetoric he, he's kind of stirring the pot which is what he does um 
which again, in this video, I'm a little disappointed in because I was really, really hoping for more of whether Trump is officially throwing his hat in the ring for 2024, or if he would start talking about not just blasting the Biden administration and their fuck ups, but at least saying, if I were still president, this is what I would be doing. Uh, I was kind of hoping for that out of that video. And I, I obviously I wasn't given it. So Let's move on. We're going to talk a little bit about the COVID chaos hitting the Canadian truckers. This one is uh, from the Greg Gutfeld show on, on Fox News. So again, this is random. It's just what came up in my uh, subscription feed, the first three videos I saw and, and clicked on. So let's take a look at this and uh, see what they say and see if we agree or disagree with what's going on. Uh, okay, now let's uh, screen share. Here we go, and let's do it. And pull the full screen up. Again, also, uh, full full disclosure, if they wind up giving us uh, advertisements in the middle of it, I will try to skip them as fast as I can. I do not endorse or support or am sponsored by the commercials. Friday, you should be happy. Don't stop. Happy Friday, my Friday. Happy people. What a glorious show filled with glorious things. You know what makes me hot right now? other than my blue eyes and gorgeous pecs, Canadian truckers. Yeah, in the era of COVID craziness, they said, screw this madness, and they stepped on the gas. This started with vaccine mandates, but for most here, it's about a lot more. Well over a thousand people lining the Trans-Canada Highway outside of Winnipeg in minus 30 wind chills. I am trying this through Zoom, so if there's a little bit of hiccuping or, or uh, lagging, I apologize. It all started a couple days ago in Delta, B.C. Truckers protesting vaccine mandates at the border. Now, as the convoy logs more kilometers, it's getting more support. Kilometers. Yeah, Canadian truckers protested vaccine mandates placed on their industry with a massive convoy that might break the world record set by Democrats vacationing in Florida. <laughs> Thank you for that laugh. <laughs> According to organizers, it's 70 kilometers long, which is roughly five of cat's hair extensions tied together. <laughs> Actually, it's 43.5 miles, and that is pretty amazing. It's Good the for best them. thing to come from Canada since moose. <laughs> That's where they come from. <laughs> Canada. Anyway. The Freedom Convoy, as it's called, left Sunday from Vancouver for Ottawa, places that hockey fans inform me are cities. To protest the mandates for cross-border truckers took effect on January 15th. It's estimated that roughly 20% of truckers no, I'll leave them on. are not fully vaccinated, which is about 16,000 truck drivers, or 80% of the total Canadian population. <laughs> True, it's so sparsely populated, the social distance requirements is 600 feet. But I enjoy the convoy. Fact is, if you mess with the truckers, you don't get your stuff. From my pillows to hockey equipment, beer, clothing, to 150 illegals from Guatemala. It just takes too long by dog sled. And it's absurd. <laughs> mandating vaccines for people who spend more time alone than cat on prom night. She's pretty. Yeah. I don't care what anybody says. Okay. I know it's okay. We all were there. Except I had a blast. <laughs> Meanwhile, who comes out against the truckers? Ugh. Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, the low-life skunk. My apologies to Pepe Le Pew. Here he is trashing the truckers. The 
This guy's such a fucking ass clown. Minority of people who are on their way to Ottawa or who are uh, holding unacceptable uh, views uh, that they're expressing do not represent the views of Canadians following the science and stepping up to protect each other is the best way to continue to ensure our freedoms. He's the PM. Yeah. Like as long as you stay under my thumb and what I say, well, you're you fine. Otherwise, you don't represent Canada and, and correct thinking. He's such a piece of shit. Views. So what are these unacceptable views, you jerk? Explain it to us since this fringe helped keep your country going when you couldn't. Seriously, he just crapped on people who made sure Canadian citizens like him got their toilet paper, their ginger ale, the cheese curds for their poutine, or whatever they eat in Canada these days during the pandemic. Just like having a dad who was prime minister, working from home is a privilege most don't have. These people work tirelessly until they were red in the face, as opposed to their PM who prefers to only be in blackface when the only thing black about him is his heart. If he was in Alberta, they'd sell him his oil shale. What an embarrassing virtue signaling imposter. Yes, I wrote this while I was drinking. Sounds like it. And those raspberry hard seltzers were delivered by truckers. So God bless him. So hooray to the Canadian truckers. Or as Elon Musk said in just three words, Canadian truckers rule. <laughs> and they do. But you know who else rules? The Danes. You might even say they're great, not the dogs. The people of Denmark or the government of Denmark. They have a government there, I hear, like <laughs> our country today. Anyway, yesterday, Denmark also became heroes by announcing the end of the pandemic. And on what day did they choose, you ask? Yes, I answer, February 1st, the date this show picked as the end to the pandemic. Yeah, apparently they watched Gutfeld in between cobbling and smoking mackerel. How amazing is that? According to whatever I read, De Denmark is ending all its pandemic measures and virus restrictions on the last day of January. Nice. That's Martha McCallum's birthday, by the way. Yeah, I know. I, I hope she likes the present I got her. Although I forgot to poke holes in the box. <laughs> but their reasoning for ending the restrictions, the disease like Andrew Cuomo, no longer poses a threat to society. So they'll be reclassifying the pandemic as an endemic. For more, let's go to our Denmark, Denmark correspondent, Hans Leifenschnaz. Greg, are you stupid? Do I look Danish to you? I'm not a Danish correspondent. Get your head out of your ass. And I'm working. Leave me alone. Working. <laughs> So this easing of restrictions follows other countries like the UK and Ireland as people find out that Omicron is less severe than the sentences handed down for gun crime. Where Delta was Charles Nelson, Omicron is more like Charles Nelson Riley. So they realize that no restriction is going to stop the contagious but mild strain. Omicron is like Dana Perino's dog pictures. It's everywhere, <laughs> but you can handle it. And we don't need the government or Neil Young telling us what to do. Oh, God, right Neil now, Young. Denmark, a nation of 6 million people, has just 44 COVID-19 patients in ICU. And I'm willing to bet they're older than Stuart Varney and Brit Hume combined. <laughs> Some oh, hard references so right like there. Listening, <laughs> so like listening to the couple 
in the next apartment having sex. It sounds to me like they know what they're doing. <laughs> so okay, that was cute. What are we doing? February 1st is next week. When are we going to take the lead here and bring this to an end since our leaders won't? Like Hollywood screenwriters, they suck at endings. They're not going to end it because Big Pharma is making too much money from it. Let's be, let's be honest. Let's be real. Declare this thing over once and for all and then get back to normal life where we make fun of Canadians and Danes instead of complimenting them. <laughs> Period. He's, he's not wrong. He, he's not wrong. Here we go. Here we go with the uh, commercials here. Uh, he is Jim, not wrong in Jim any way, shape, or form. I, I, I've i said for years that the government's never going to give up control uh, from the pandemic. It's true. Where, where's my skip ads? There we go. Um, they're not going to give up control from the pandemic, uh, mainly because big pharma's making money. That's why we don't look at fucking... Uh, that's why we don't look at uh, uh, natural immunity. That's why we don't look at, uh, you know, preventative medicines. It's only you got to get the jab. You got to get the jab. You got to get the jab. GL Trump make America great while kicking ass at the Department of State. Former State Department spokeswoman Morgan Ortega. His favorite feelings are her feelings. Fox News contributor and Washington Times opinion editor, Charlie Hurt. Again, while he's introducing people. Wow, she's pretty too. While he's introducing people, I'll go ahead and say it again. I do not own the rights to these videos. You can find these videos on YouTube themselves, under Fox News, under The Hill, under whatever the subscribe uh, subscription channel is. Charlie. The truck drivers. Now, I hope this is a peaceful thing. I don't want anything to get out of hand, but it's really kind of inspirational to see everybody going out there, seeing this long line. I get the feeling that it's the it's the people who are going to decide when this thing is over. What do you think, Mr. Hurt? <laughs> you know, it's amazing. Uh, at some point, it starts to, you know, as we're the more we realize that the vaccines don't actually prevent people from getting the disease, and apparently the masks don't work, which I think most normal people uh, uh, realized from earlier, uh, you have these politicians who are clinging more to the the rules and the regulations uh, than ever before. And I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that this has never been about controlling the virus. This has been about control from the beginning. Mm -hmm. And these people like Justin Trudeau just don't want to, they don't want to let go of power. Yeah. Facts. I will, I will push back a little bit and say that even though, yeah, obviously it doesn't, it, the vaccines don't stop the spread. That is true. It does help okay. when you get the disease. Okay, that's fine. No, yeah. Absolutely. Then, then, then peddle it as that. Yes. Then advertise it as that. That's great. But, but my concern about this is that these people are doing the greatest damage to real vaccines yes. that really do prevent you from getting polio or whatever mm -hmm. by calling this a vaccine. It's not a vaccine. It does alleviate uh, the, the symptoms. And that's a great way to sell it. Yeah. Sell it as that. Well, I knew if there was a Charlie Charlie Hurt vaccine and I took it, it probably wouldn't work. That's com to me. That's common sense. Like I got to take a moment here. Hold on a second. Let me let me pause that. I've got to take a moment here on what he just said. He literally said what a lot of people mark as anti-vax, but it's just common sense. This vaccine does not work as a cure for COVID-19. Just like, you know, like the like he said with the polio vaccine and and you know stuff like that. That that prevents it. That ends it. There is no polio because of that vaccine. This vaccine 
alleviates symptoms, but does not cure or stop you from getting COVID-19 or any of its variants. In fact, Omicron basically ignores the vaccination completely. You will get it. 90% of this country has or is has had uh, the Omicron variant. But the government pushes the vaccine like this is the only cure. Instead of turning around and selling it, like she said, like, look, it helps alleviate it. You won't wind up in the ICU because you have some of the antibodies, but more than likely, you're still going to wind up with this virus at some point in your life. You know, um, it, it's just it, it's it's wording. You're selling it as a cure and it doesn't work as a cure. So a lot of people <clears throat> who are against vaccinations is simply because of the fact that you're pushing this and trying to sell it under lies instead of just being honest. Look, it'll help you, but it's not a cure. It's recommended that you should get it, but it's not going to stop this pandemic. And that's the biggest fucking problem that even myself has with it is you're lying to me <clears throat> about what this does. And then you're demonizing me. If I don't agree with you, that's bullshit. I agree 100% with what this guy just said. In. Um, did you ever meet Justin Trudeau? Uh, oh, um, at maybe like the G20 or the G8 with President Trump, he walked by. Like I, I was, you know, just a staffer. So he's a small little him. man, isn't he? He's smaller than me. He's very much spiritually a, and morally. Yeah, he's very much a soy boy. Yeah, he's a soy boy. Very yeah. good point. Very good point. Was it? Was I too harsh on him? Uh, no, but listen, no, I don't think so. I think you know he has people in his country that are expressing uh, a view that he says is unacceptable. Um, and he's supposed to be the leader of everybody there. Yes. And listen, what I'm most impressed about with these truckers, I think you said that it was like below 30 degrees when mm -hmm. they were posted. If it was below 30, you could have martial law from the Chinese Communist Party and I wouldn't leave my apartment. Yeah. Right, like there's no <laughs> way I'd be like, okay, just keep the heat on. Uh, so I'm impressed by them because I would not get out and protest. But how bad is it in Canada that that's, you know, yeah. what you gotta do? But you're seeing it, Carly, you're seeing it in every country's where is Denmark, by the way? It's in Europe. It's in Europe. Thank right? God I knew that. Yeah, it is Could in Europe. Yeah, I, I don't want to pull like a Jeopardy. Don't moment. ask me any more questions. Yes. About that. <laughs> <laughs> if you care about me at all. Yes. <laughs> yes. No, but Denmark, it's a tiny country filled mm -hmm. with Denmarkians. I think yeah. that's what they're called. Uh, they're, a, they're a tropical bunch. Uh, just uh, They have their own dialect. Yeah. And, uh, and Judge um, Janine is the president. Yeah, yeah, very, yes, yes. They, they worship. I guess a TV. They found a TV on an on an island, and they saw Judge Janine, and they just thought it was a god. They thought it was a god, and now they worship the the the, the, uh, the right. yeah the spirit. Okay, you're of beating a joke. Amazing creature that comes from the metal box. Uh, without a doubt. I don't even know what I'm asking. Well, Greatest first thing. of all, I love Canadian truckers too. Manly profession, very yes. attractive. Mm -hmm. And then um, Justin Trudeau <laughs> is like he's like the classic movie bad guy that yes. seems. Like super innocent, and then 15 Facts. minutes in, you realize that he's an authoritarian dictator, <laughs> right? Um, and you know, the fact that he said that this is a fringe group of people with an unacceptable view mm -hmm. is the most thought police thing I have ever heard in my life. Yeah, and then we're talking about truck drivers, which is a profession that is just forced isolation. Yeah, you don't have a co worker, you're not spreading COVID yeah. to anybody, exactly. So I don't, I don't understand why he's pinpointing this group of people he should just say okay you know what you guys helped us through the pandemic thank you for your service 
continue on with your life. Yeah, I, I mean, the I fact always say thank you for your service to truck drivers. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, the funny <laughs> they thing is, they did provide a very good service. service. And you know what? You want to you want to screw <laughs> with the supply chain? Exactly. Yeah. You, totally. just, I mean, and just totally. You know what he is? He's the maitre d. He actually looks like a maitre d, and he's trying to cook the meal. And he should say, Especially no, you're just for front. You're hair. just for front of the house, Justin. You can hit on the bartenders. That's all you're allowed to do. Kat, you bre this is interesting what COVID has done. Teachers are now the reprobates, mm -hmm. and truck drivers are now the heroes. Yeah. Isn't that incredible? Yeah, and I want to move to Denmark. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I they don't, won't let you. I don't know. No, probably not. I don't know anything about it. Everything you could have said, it's true as far as I know. Yes. Uh, because, you know, they're like, pandemic's over. And we're not even talking about that. We're not even talking about what would that take to get there. Yes. We're not saying what what numbers, what metric would be okay. Which is exactly what I just said, is what that we're, we're not even having the conversation of how to end this. Oh, fantastic. So if I don't, we this is what we're doing. Yeah. He's tweeting this thing. If you get vaxxed, this stat can be yours. That's like, money. Yeah. If 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 you get vaxxed, you can have this eight hundred and. $26 of cash that I have arranged on my rug. <laughs> That's ridiculous. That's what we're doing? I don't want to live here anymore. I wonder how many people were shot in Chicago while she was arranging she was the arranging money. arranging the cash. Yeah, I'm sure she wasn't the only one arranging it, but God, that is just idiotic. Mm -hmm. Or that She does look like she was up all night doing it. <laughs> but then she always looks like she's up all night. Anyway, I said February 1st. It's coming true. I might be <laughs> off a few days, but psychologically, this is the bullseye. I think. I think you can feel it in your bones. I don't know. Maybe in you know, the, like California will be the caboose on this one. I think. Hey, Sean Hannity here. Hey, click here to subscribe to Fox News YouTube page right. and catch our Skip hottest out of that and close that and one out. Compelling analysis and uh, stop share. Stop share for a moment before we go to the next video. I, I want to touch on a couple things here on on that. Um, one, I apologize for the really bad humor because there was some bad humor in that. Uh, I do follow the Greg, uh, Greg Gutfeld show uh, and and watch a lot of his uh, his content. And a lot of it is really funny, especially when he has Tyrus on. Um, Tyrus is, is definitely a great panelist when he has him on. Um, but... <clears throat> Overall, I, I've been saying the exact same thing. When did the United States not become the leader of the world while while places like Denmark and, and truckers in Canada are, are finally pushing back against their respective governments or 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 the, the, the World Health Organization or whatever else about like, look, it's time to end this shit. It's done. It's over with. Omicron is just an amped up flu. We can survive this. We don't have to be a pandemic anymore. We don't have to have these mandates anymore. We don't have to wear masks anymore. We don't have to force people to have uh, vaccinations that don't even work for the cure anymore. <clears throat> and yet we have people like they showed with Lori Lightfoot uh, over in Chicago is more interested in doing a photo opportunity with money arranged to say get vaxxed as opposed to having the conversation of when do we finally shut this down and again it goes back to the point that we talked about earlier they're never going to shut it down because big pharma johnson and johnson pfizer moderma they're making bank on these tests and on these vaccine vaccines and of course they're in the pocket of the politicians so the politicians don't want to give up the money they're making on it so yeah it's still a problem it's still that bad of a deal guess what everybody around me in my household, at my job, 
is or has had COVID, the, the Omicron variant. Literally, as we speak, they survived it. Some of them are elderly with health issues. Some of them, you know, healthy, strong as a horse. Some of them vaccinated. Some of them not. They all survived it. This variant of Omicron is not Delta, is not the original COVID-19. We can start laxing. And instead, in cities like mine, they're putting more pressure on it, making you have to show a vaccination card to be able to sit down at a restaurant which is absolutely fucking retarded. And I refuse to, to placate to that. I, I refuse to because you as a business owner, I don't care if you're a store like Walmart or whatever, or a restaurant like, uh, like Cracker Barrel, have zero right to know if I'm vaccinated or not. You have zero fucking right. I know you're trying to protect your business, but to, to produce a vaccination card, whether I'm vaccinated or not, is none of your fucking business. That's between me and my primary care physician. That is pay, doctor patient confidentiality. You do not have a right to know it. Do I have a right to know if your staff is vaccinated? Do they have their card to show me before they serve me their meal? You do not have a fucking right to know it in any way, shape, or form. You might as well ask me if I have AIDS. Maybe I have a rash under my arm. Why don't you ask me those questions since it's okay to ask me if I've had a needle in my arm and if I have a card to prove that I have a needle in my arm. It is none of your fucking business. It is none of your concern. I absolutely hate that my city is doing that to the point that I purposely, purposely, Go out of city. I will go to the surrounding uh, counties and the surrounding areas where they do not require that. And I will give them my business simply on the premise that it is none of your fucking business whether or not I have a card. Yes, I've got a card. Yes, I could easily show you. But it's none of your fucking concern, so I won't. And you've lost my business because of it. That's the God's honest truth. Let's go ahead and get into this last video here. Again, this is from Fox News Channel. Uh, it is the uh, show called The Five, and they're reacting to the Democratic Party in fighting over Biden's agenda. Again, I didn't pick these out like, oh, I want to do Fox News. I want to do Fox News. If CNN would have popped up uh, with an interesting thing, I would have picked that as well. But instead, the three videos I grabbed were like the first top three that showed up on my on my subscription feed. Uh so let's take a look at this. We'll give some feedback on that, and uh, then we'll go from there. Let's go ahead and share screen. There we go. And let's full screen this. I'll, I'll actually full screen it before I hit play, so that way we can actually get on with it. And a tailspin in hopes of a comeback dwindling. Democrats like Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez are taking serious shots at moderates Joe Manchin and Kirsten Sinema. Some of the attacks are getting pretty hairy. Listen. I don't believe she's really given a compelling case as to why she should be renominated as the Democratic nominee for United States Senate in Arizona. Uh, I she has proven herself an obstacle to the right to vote to the United in the United States. She is not an ally on civil rights. I 
God damn it. I got to talk about this. This this fucking right to vote bullshit. This this eliminating voter uh, uh, eliminating IDs for voters and everything else. It, it, it's absolute garbage. It's absolutely garbage. It's been painted as uh, anti anti voting rights. It's been painted as a civil rights issue. It's been painted as a racist issue. If you believe that people should prove that they are a citizen of the United States to vote for leaders in the United States is absolute fucking garbage. I don't care. Paint me as a racist if you want. I'm not saying that black people or, or Asian people or Hispanic people can't vote. But if you are not a legal citizen or here on a, at least at here on a visa and can prove, unlike the, the vaccine card that we just talked about, which is nobody's business, we are talking about people who are here legally are the only ones who should have a right to be able to voice their opinion on who should run the country. Republicans, let's be fair here. I, I said at the beginning of the show, I wasn't going to be, uh, <clears throat> uh, I was going to be as objective as I can here. And this, this still counts as it, but I'm, I'm going to blast the Dems on this. Because the Republicans aren't pushing for eliminating voter ID for vote uh, for voting, they're not pushing for illegals to be able to vote in 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 elections, whether it's local or municipality elections, all the way up to you know the president of the United States and, and members of Congress and Senate. They are not pushing it because, in their minds, just like any normal human being should be, the only people who could say. Uh, are the heads of these areas uh, in the United States are United States citizens. Anybody who is not a United States citizen and jumping over the border, whether it's the northern border or the southern border, does not automatically make you a citizen. You came here illegal. There's a reason they were called illegal immigrants, not undocumented workers or, or you know, whatever, whatever other little fucking puff piece uh, uh, statements I like to put on there. Illegal immigrants. The key word is illegal. They came here illegally. They did not follow the rules. They did not follow the standards. They did not fill out the paperwork. They did not get their visas or their green cards or their whatever, you know, to be here legally. They didn't. Once they were here, they did not apply for citizenship. They did not take the oath and renounce their previous countries. They are not United States citizens. They do not have a right to decide things that happen within the governments of the United States. It's a no-brainer. It has nothing to do with their ethnicity. It has nothing to do with their humanity. It simply has to do with the fact that they did not become United States citizens or come, or come here legally. So they do not have a right to make decisions that involve the leadership of the United States of America. Period. Plain and simple. I'm tired of the argument that if you don't do what we say you should do, you're a racist or you're a bigot or whatever. No, it has nothing to do with that. You are breaking the law. You are encouraging people to break the law just so you can get extra fucking votes. That is what the Democratic Party is doing with this Right to Vote Act. That is the truth. Let's get back to it. I think she's a that's what I have to say. The major reason we don't have a Build Back Better bill to address all of these problems is because Cinema and Mansion have played right into the conservative talking points. So while Democrats tear themselves apart, Dem strategist James Carville is telling his party, quote, this is not a time to complain, it's a time to act. So let's talk about real things in real language. 
to real people, right? Harold, I'm going to come to you first because these are your people. Um, Carville also said that he Some thinks, of them he thinks <laughs> Democrats are too emotional. And he said he You're thinks right. they're spending too much time and energy on down ballot races that they have no chance of winning. What do you think about that? So I think James has said a lot of things over the last few weeks that I, I tend to agree with. And this is this is another in the string of them. Uh, politics is about solving people's problems, not advancing your own personal agenda. Thank you. Not advancing your own personal brand of politics. Now, if it all, Thank if it all you. collides and you're helping people and you're doing those things, that's one thing. But it, 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 it's a little bothersome and a little tiring to hear Sorry. a progressive or moderate talk about the other as if somehow or another they have a monopoly on being right. Politics, again, is about solving people's problems, Democrat or Republican alike. And if Democrats, whomever's in the majority, don't accomplish those things, they generally get voted out. Now, this is not something that just goes with Democrats. You see on the Republicans that Liz Cheney is trying to be kicked. They're trying to kick her out of the party in, in Washington and in her home state. And even Adam Kunzinger, the guy they're trying to kick him out as well. And if you don't recognize these things as a party that's in power, you're going to lose power. So Democrats, if this is what we want, uh, the power, but to, to, to all this internecine fighting here in the middle of a time in which we, our president is in the low or low 40s or high 30s, then we deserve to be defeated in November. If we're serious about having a majority, then behave like it. Pass things that are going to solve people's problems, from the border to crime to inflation. Pass things that people want to see you work on. If you pass things that people don't want to see you work on, then you're, you're likely going to lose the majority. And that's the path. He's absolutely right. And again, this goes to show that I'm trying to be right down the middle. I'm not trying to have an agenda and everything else because this guy is a very, very much a liberal uh, on here. And they have him on here purposely so that way you could hear the liberal side and point of view. And he is absolutely right. Right now, this administration, Biden and, and the, uh, the liberal agenda... <clears throat> is not working for the betterment of the people of the United States. They are not worried about what we, the people, want and what we, the people, need and what we, the people, are asking for. They're worried about pushing their own individual agenda, and they are starting to tear each other apart because the idea that you have to push this agenda and push it in a way of like either you're with us or you're against us instead of saying, okay, people aren't buying into this. Maybe we need to take a better look at this for the betterment of the people is what's really dividing the country more than anything else. Let's, let's be real here. You could claim that Republicans are, are racist and, and, and conservatives are, are white supremacists and, and, and race and blah, 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 blah. Or that liberals are, are, you know, Marxists and communists and socialists and stuff. In some instances and scenarios, you're probably right. But in overall scenario, in overall scenario, nobody is taking the time to turn around and say, you know what? Let's stop butting heads with each other and let's find a common ground that not only works for both parties involved, but actually works for the people who voted, voted us and gave us our fucking jobs. We work for them. They don't work for us, but no, right now they all think that they are our bosses and will tell us what to do. And if we don't agree with it, then they will demean us. They will dox us. They will fucking give us uh, 
a whole bunch of different labels that will, you know, ostracize us from society. That's what they're doing. And that's what's not only tearing the country apart, but is now starting to tear apart their own parties from within. He is absolutely right in the fact that I don't care if you're liberal. I don't care if you're conservative. I don't care if you're Democrat or Republican, black, white, Hispanic, male, female, or somewhere in between. We've got to work towards a common goal that works best for everybody. And sowing division by saying it's my way or the highway does not do it. We find ourselves on. I hope the president can rescue that from rescue us from that. And I hope that Democrats in the House and the Senate, progressives and moderates alike, learn how to work together. I think the key in what you just said is pass something, pass something. Right. So, Judge, the president spent an inordinate amount of time and energy on Build Back Better. It is now stalled out. Um, so much like Carville says Democrats are spending a lot of time on races they're not going to win. They're also doubling down on issues they know they're not going to win. Voting rights, right? How many right. times did Senator Manchin say he was not going to overturn the filibuster? Like 17 times a day, yet they still went down this path. Well, you know, Joe Biden came in saying that he was going to be the great uniter and that his years in the Senate would give him the ability to, you know, cross the aisle and get mm -hmm. legislation passed. And then they realize at the end of the first year, he's no good at getting any legislation passed. But what I think is really fascinating to me in this whole thing with the Democrats, and, and I agree with Harold to a certain extent, yeah, there are some Republicans. I'm writing that down, Judge. Yeah, no, that, 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 were, that certain Republicans like, you know, Liz Cheney or Adam Kunzinger, you know, they're not quite in the mainstream. But I've never heard people call the names uh, that they're calling, yeah. the Democrats are calling each other. And, you know, for AOC to come out with those names and all the other Democrats, you know, to follow cinema into a bathroom. I mean, these are tactics like I'm waiting for Democrats to cancel each other out. Yeah, it's because bullying tactics. That's they're, exactly they're what it cancel is. Cancel each other out. Get big tech to cancel out cinema and mansion because they're so angry. And the progressives actually say the reason that Joe Biden isn't doing well is not because of us progressives. It's because he isn't a progressive enough. If he'd move more left, he'd have the whole party behind him. I mean, everybody's a little wacky in this. Greg, mm -hmm. what is hotter right now? The Democratic civil war between the progressives and the moderates or the Republican civil war between the pro and anti-Trump people? Mm, I would say I'm the hotter of both. Mm. <laughs> uh, why can't politics be like sports and have team trades? What if the Republicans traded Lynn Cheney and Adam Kinzinger for cinema and mansion? What a perfect trade that would be, We're okay. right? What? We're okay, we'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> but you I'm know what? The, the Democrats could save themselves a lot of trouble if they stopped being so obviously uh, terrified of the woke. They're like a tribe that is too scared to move beyond the trees of their village because something bad might happen. Guess what? Nothing bad happens if you challenge the woke. I mean, you look at Joe Rogan is fine. Fox News is fine. Uh, uh, Mansion and cinema are fine. The modern McCarthyites fold when you challenge them. And you too, Democrats, you can win if you grow some stones and, 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 and go face to face with the woke and, and regain your sensible, your sensible space in this world. That's my that is an absolutely true point. Uh, the, the biggest problem within uh, especially the Democratic Party, there's some people in the Republican Party, but in, especially in the far left liberal 
Democratic Party is this woke, woke culture, which is the dumbest fucking thing on the goddamn planet. Nobody fucking cares about your feelings. Okay, I don't have to modify my life to fucking make you feel better when you look in the mirror every day. Okay, plain and simple, when you break it down to it, the woke culture is nothing but a bunch of spoiled brats that are sitting there saying, what about me? And they don't care about what it does to everybody else as long as it placates them and their agenda or their fucking worldview. Guess what? Not everybody's going to like you. Not everybody's going to agree with you. Not everybody's going to give a fuck about whether or not you're happy today. This woke culture is really one of the center points. It's patient fucking zero for the way things have been for the past six, seven years, if not more. We need to get rid of this woke culture. People need to fucking, as, as to, to borrow Greg's point there, grow some fucking stones, step up to these people and abolish this culture. Woke culture is garbage. Garbage. I don't care if you fucking cancel me or dox me. You are fucking garbage. Advice to you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yes. Um, the producer is telling me I have to let you have a word. Oh, you, so here it is. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Do you want to ask me about Joy Reid's dress? <laughs> no. Ah, yes. Actually, that was amazing. Was it yellow? It was. Yellow. I couldn't yes, tell. Was, was it yellow or not? It was yes, yellow. It was, it was yellow, yeah, wasn't it? it was Are yellow. you allowed to comment Sunshine. on people's attire? He I didn't. It all the time. I thought you I were didn't not. comment. Yes, I asked if you had a question about that, <laughs> and I was going to say no. Um, also, AOC's backsplash. Mm -hmm. I expected more. Mm. <laughs> that was that pottery barn i don't know i thought she was like kind of edgy and, and slick that was like mm. i could have done that ah. um i just want to know what happens when cinema and aoc see each other in the ladies room at the Capitol. <laughs> do they pretend like nothing's happening Who's your money on I, well i don't <coughs> cinema in a fight she so looks more I. athletic but i want to know do they pretend like it's cool or does cinema say i heard what you said about me yeah i mean that's what i really care about but all, all in all it's trash talk does mm -hmm. AOC have a strategy? What is she going to go and find a, a schoolyard primary candidate in Arizona and just keep on a bunch of dough into the war chest and then primary cinema and then have enough money left over to beat the Republican candidate? I mean, she doesn't have that strategy. She's not a tactician. Nancy's the tactician. Nancy. She's just a well, live wire. She doesn't wire. have the, pa the political power. No, right? she's yeah. a fringe blue candidate in a deep blue district with a lot of grass roots fundraising appeal. That's it. But what That's it. Done? And, and a, a bad pottery, backsplash. I was going to close on in a pottery barn <laughs> backdrop. <laughs> pottery barn AOC. Let's go. All right. We got to go. Hey, Sean Hannity here. Hey, click here. All right. That that ends that one. Yeah. I'm Again, I, I uh, stop sharing. There we go. Uh, again, I with, with the Jesse Waters part, it, it, it's really just him fucking picking on AOC, which is absolutely deserved because AOC, I don't even know how she got elected. She's not intelligent in any way, shape or form. She has no fucking original points of view of her own. She has nothing except rhetoric. And if you don't agree with what she says and you don't fucking placate her ego, then she throws you straight under the fucking bus like a fucking bully in a schoolyard. And uh, there's so many people like that. And and no, they're, they're the rest of them were absolutely right. Is you know, Joe Biden ran on the fact that he was the great unifier, he was going to unite the country. And quite honestly, whether you agree with me or not, anybody with a, a lick of common sense can see that. 
things were better under Trump than they were under Biden as far as like the, uh, the divide in the country, whether it's a political divide, whether it's a racial divide. Things were bad during Trump. Sure, I'm not going to say they weren't, but they've gotten worse instead of better. That's the fucking problem. You promised us that you were going to bring us together and you have divided us that much more. You have ruined that, you know, so. Yeah, that, that's what I got, guys. That was uh, three videos off of YouTube, randomly picked. We looked at them. We discussed them. What did you guys think? I'd love to know your comment, uh, your points of view and your comments, not only about like uh, what the content we just watched, but also if whether or not this is something you would want to see me do more of, of random grabs. You know, obviously, I want to get the other side of the aisle, too. So I'll look at, you know, CNN or, or NSNBC or, you know, uh, the Young Turks and stuff like that. Like, I'll happily look at those videos and give my two cents as well you guys just let me know in the comment section down below if this is something you want me to do or maybe even breaking the fourth wall bring a whole panel in on this uh to talk about these things i would love to hear your guys's feedback so go ahead leave a like button share subscribe comment like i said comment 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 i want to have conversations with you guys you know and of course go check out all the great content on breaking the fourth wall entertainment uh we are going to be doing the uh, star wars podcast day for journal of the jedi on february 7th 2022 i'm already looking at having a special guest join me uh mr joe cahill formerly of break uh war of the stars and uh You've seen him on Legends of the Forgotten Gods playing uh, uh, Jarrell, the the Goliath, and taking up 20 minutes just to roll one attack. Um, <laughs> you'll understand if you ever watch the show. But guys, you know, a lot of, lot of good stuff coming up for Breaking the Fourth Wall, so come check that shit out. And I'm working on a new, uh, new deal with my buddy Blind Mike over at Blind Cafe uh, Radio. Uh, that will be announced pretty soon. We just started brainstorming a cool idea that I think you guys will love. But until then, I will catch you on the next Christopher Stolle show podcast, Personal Observations. Until then, have a good night, guys.